What's up? It's Nat, your host here, and welcome to the All In Podcast. Couple announcements before we get started. First off, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. And just so grateful that people tune in every single week, or if it's your first time, still super grateful that you're here. Now, uh, announcement number two, I am headed off to a snowboard trip. I have not traveled on a snowboard trip. Actually, I have only traveled only once before for a snowboard trip not related to like training or competing, but I'm really excited to head head out west, hopefully get some good snow, uh, hopefully do some touring and use my split board. Yeah, I just think it's a, a unique opportunity because I can't do the CrossFit Open this season, which starts in about two weeks. Um, in case you're wondering like, why are you traveling? Aren't you competing soon? Unfortunately, I, you know, there's still some CrossFit movements and gymnastics movements that I can't do yet with my shoulder, as well as I only got the go ahead to do some weightlifting movements like a couple weeks ago or a few weeks ago. So it wouldn't be safe for me to try to go gung ho and uh, compete again so soon. So unfortunately I will be sitting out this season again, but that gives me such an amazing off season to get ready for next season. And that's why I'm taking advantage of this time to go and go snowboarding out West because if I'm competing next season, I can't just peace out and, and leave when uh, competition season is getting started and I'm in the midst of hard training. So really looking forward to that. And that leads me to announcement number three, which is the next few podcasts are going to be solo episodes. I've been crazy slam planning this trip very last minute. And so I, I want to have like focus on a few specific topics that I'm recording before I head out, have them all planned out and then make sure when we get back, we hit it hard with some amazing guests for you. So I hope you enjoy these next few episodes. And this week we are going to talk about managing fear. I think with uh, you hearing about the winter Olympics and if you've never done a winter sport, you're seeing some of those funny posts about how crazy and dangerous these sports are compared to the Summer Olympics. And as a winter sport or former winter sport athlete um, in slopestyle snowboarding, which was definitely a, a very, uh, I guess, dangerous or injury prone sport, I have some experience with, you know, fear, managing fear. So that's what I want to talk about on the podcast today. So without further ado, let's go all in. So according to the definition that comes up on Google, which happens to be from Kids Health, I'm surprised it doesn't come from like a dictionary or something first up, but is fear is the word that we use to describe our emotional reaction to something that seems dangerous. And that the word fear is also used to name something a person uh, often feels afraid of. That people fear things or situation that make them feel unsafe or unsure. Now, you've probably also seen like motivational quotes that kind of break down fear into acronyms or talk about like different meanings of fear that kind of turn it into, I guess, motivation in a sense. Now, in winter sports and in life, we do need to learn how to leverage fear. I said managing fear earlier, but I think it's it's leverage fear and how can we work with fear rather than, you know, trying to minimize it or uh, prevent it altogether because I think we all are we all have things that we're scared of um, and at some point we're going to have to face them and that's what I want to talk about so let's talk about you know leaning into fear 
when I was snowboarding, obviously, you know, hitting 60 plus foot jumps was scary. It was not easy. Um, you're dropping into a course, you have the big jump at the bottom and you're scared to do even a trick that you're usually comfortable with because maybe it's windy, maybe the weather has changed, uh, all these different things. And definitely I was feared for my own safety, which is kind of goes back to that original definition of what fear is. You kind of feel unsafe, you're agitated, you're nervous about it. Now, I think what's the cool thing about action sports is a lot of people who would gravitate towards them kind of were a little, like had a little bit less fear when they were younger or became kind of almost addicted to fear. So that feeling of leaning into fear and overcoming it. And I think there's something to that because I think it works the same way with stress. When we can use stress as a way to benefit us rather than shy away from it. And we see how we overcome it and how we leaned into it and we came out on the other side better off. That is like an, a very addicting feeling. Of course, then with going back to the concept of fear and sports and action sports, there's the whole thing of, you know, kind of being addicted to that adrenaline rush, that high of that feeling. So that also uh, plays a part. But I think what's really cool also about like fear and stress is that it kind of puts you into flow. If you have, you know, you think of flow as someone, someone's in flow, they're very chill, they're relaxed. But the thing is, is, you know, having everything just relaxed around you and always relaxed doesn't usually put you into flow. It's you see people in a flow state when they're in that stressful moment, the action sport athlete who's riding that scary course. So it's actually from leaning into fear and leaning into this stress and learning how you can manage it and react that I think triggers you into flow. Now, I've had some experts on the podcast who talk more about the science of that. Um, so hopefully I'm I'm explaining it, you know, in the broad sense properly, but definitely dive into that further, those episodes, if you do want to learn more about kind of the science of flow. But this is just my personal experience with how fear can help us lean into that. Now, getting into you know, practical things. For example, managing fear through dealing with past trauma. That is very, very real. And from my own experience, some of this past trauma was with injuries. Um, and there was a really great piece that came out talking about the Olympic athletes. And they said, what are you the most scared of? And oh, I think it was a very high percentage of them that said injuries, like hurting themselves. That was their biggest fears, these winter sport Olympians. And for sure, that was a big factor in my snowboard career. And as I had more injuries, that fear added up further and further. So as a kid, uh, not falling as much, not having as many injuries from falling, you kind of bounce back. You kind of learn, oh, I leant in, leaned into the fear. Something bad happened. It wasn't that bad. You keep going, keep trying again. But then eventually you have something where something bad does happen. That thing that you were scared of happens. And for me, what was the most traumatizing and what actually like I have flashbacks to is not the pain of falling itself, but that feeling of flying through the air, knowing it's, you know, you're about to, to experience pain or it's about to happen. And I think that kind of coincides with fear is that feeling of, you know, if this bad thing happens, like I, I feel uncomfortable with that. So you're dropping into the run you know, you, you need, you should be focusing on what can go right. You know, what, what movements am I going to do? How am I taking off all these things? Same thing with any sport, you know, focusing on what could go right, but it's that feeling of that anxiousness of what would it feel like if something went wrong that causes this fear. 
And so I think what's important is dealing with some of those experiences. For me, unfortunately, I felt like I didn't deal with those experiences while I was in snowboarding. I just try to bounce back, never really address them versus I wish I would have gone and seen a sports psychologist and talk through some of those falls, those injuries, so that I could have there's, there's a lot of practical tools in psychology and neuroscience um, that you can do now that can help you get past some of these traumatizing experiences and rewrite those kind of memories in your head. So when you're dropping in, like for example, for me, when I'm dropping into the course, I don't have those fears come up or those, those memories or those thoughts come back into my head. So I think that one of the best ways we can get over fear is one um, to, to face it and, and get small doses of it. So, you know, you, if you're scared of snowboarding, for example, you, you got to get out there, you got to push through it and learn that, you know, when you push through, it feels better on the other side. And then if something bad does happen, dealing with that so that that doesn't compound your fear and whether that's therapy or whatever you, you do personally to, to deal with that. Now, another thing is that if you are scared of something, but it, it could be that that thing is a big jump. So, and I don't mean like big jump in snowboarding, but I mean a big jump forward in your skills and your knowledge. You know, maybe you're going to do a big speech and you haven't done one before, or you've only spoken to 10 people and now you're speaking to 10,000 people. A big jump can definitely be scary because it pushes you so far outside of your comfort zone versus a small step. It makes you just uncomfortable enough that you can lean into fear, maybe get into this flow state, but it's possible. It doesn't seem in your head like, oh my God, this is a huge jump. I could never do this. It's like, I did this before and this is only a little bit more. And last time was only a little bit more than the time before that. So I know I can take this small step forward. And that's where I think confidence and trust comes into play. Uh, I guess two years ago now, I interviewed a world champion freediver. And I thought, especially being that he had lost his mom to free driving as well, that it would be a scary sport. And he said, no, he doesn't get scared because when he's setting these world records, he's only going a little bit further than he did before. And he's practiced day in and day out going a certain distance. And so it's the same way with whether you're in sports or you're in life or whatever it is, if you can repeat and build confidence at the level that you're at now, then that small step forward won't feel as scary and won't bring about as much fear. Now, again, remember that we want to lean into some of that fear, that healthy fear, um, because pushing outside of your comfort zone is the way to grow. But if you push too far, that's when things can happen. So in sum, we talked a little bit about, you know, leaning into fear and stress and using it to your advantage. Talked about flow state. Um, I think the Winter Olympics right now is a, a perfect uh, example of these athletes who are leaning into fear and have really made conquering fear uh, their job, essentially their career with their sport that they do. Um, we talked a little bit about falling in love with fear, especially in action sports, as well as how to build confidence, how to face those fears daily, and how to push your comfort zone without going too far. I love talking about this topic. We could definitely do it again. So hit me up um, at my Instagram, which is at Natalie Allport, or uh, the podcast Instagram, which is at the All In Project, where we're always taking episode requests so that can answer some of your questions, whether that's um, personal questions about my life, my training, my 
story, my past experiences, or it's about some of these topics like this, like managing fear. Um, and also a reminder that we'll have a few more or a couple more uh, solo episodes coming up. So I hope you guys really enjoy them. They're short and sweet, and I am going to really enjoy my trip out west, but I've also put a lot of work into these next couple episodes, so I really hope that you like them while I'm away. Hey, I think that the greatest gift in life is presence. So thank you so much for gracing me with your presence of tuning in to this episode. Now, something that I would appreciate a ton and would help this podcast keep growing is if you, one, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your social media so more people can find the podcast and hopefully we can help impact more people. As well as number two is if you can leave a rating and a written review. That means so much. And once again, thank you for being here.